With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome everybody to this special Sarah members meeting where I'm going to be talking about our new book, Five Powerful Meditations to Help Heal Your Animals which is going to be a special Sarah class that all of our Sarah practitioners and teachers are able to teach. And I hope many of you will be able to um, to teach this if you feel um, so moved. So um, before I begin, I'd like to just make a quick little um, notice to all of you that next month, December 8th, Tuesday, will be our next member meeting, and um, I would like all of you to hopefully come because we're going to be talking about our very exciting upcoming event in February, World Animal Reiki Day, February 5th, which is Dakota's birthday. <laughs> and um, we have a lot of things planned. We have, we'll have a web page coming up and um, some ideas for you guys to help us with this, um, but it's going to be a really wonderful day around the world to celebrate the benefits of Reiki for Animals, to raise awareness, and to honor animals as our teachers and healers. So make sure to mark your calendars so you can hopefully be there, and we'll, um, we will um, talk all about that next time. Okay, so tonight, the new Sarah Meditation Book. This is really exciting for Leah and I because we've been talking for years now. How many years have we been talking about moving towards meditation? <laughs> well, at least two and a half years. At I least, think. I was going to say two or three years. So, yeah. Um, and we began to sort of see this, I guess, fairly early on that um, working with animals, especially in shelters and sanctuaries where they've been through all kinds of things, um, that uh, that meditation is a great way to introduce people to the work that we're doing without the heavy commitment of a long class, you know, a two-day course or certification training or the word Reiki, which is such a loaded word in a lot of places. So after a long time, we finally (laughs) created this little (laughs) booklet. And um, if you haven't gotten it yet, you can order it on Amazon. And um, it's, I think it's pretty, it's, it's not that long. I mean, it's a, it's a tiny little book and it's only like 65 pages or so. So it's, it's small, but it's, it hits a lot of high points and I think it hits a lot of main um, important considerations for all those of us who are working with Sarah and working in shelters and sanctuaries and how to really help animals. So it really is about your state of mind and how that radiates out and affects the animals that you are trying to help. So if we can help people to understand the importance of their state of mind, first of all, and then second of all, give them specific meditations to do to shift that state of mind or transform it into a positive space that is very helpful and that the animals will gravitate towards. Then we can really do a lot, not only for the animals, of course, in the shelters and sanctuaries that we want to help, but also for the caregivers because, as we know, compassion fatigue is really a big problem for um, animal rescuers. And so these meditations, although they may initially be focusing on them to help the animals, they will quickly see that they are also healed through transforming their own state of mind. So um, it's a wonderful, easy tool for the animals and their caretakers. And I think the book is is pretty accessible to everybody. And I also consider this book something that I would teach in advanced 
if I have an advanced Reiki person coming to me, I would give them this book. And this this book is, um, you can really get out of it wherever you are at that moment. And I think it's really helpful for Reiki practitioners and non-Reiki practitioners alike. So um, what I want to talk about tonight is how we would go about to um, teach this class. So once you actually figure out where you want to teach it, and who you want to teach it to, then now we have to um, put it put together the class. And um, we have a little outline which have, we haven't given out yet, but we'll we'll have a, a met little outline for the class. Everything I'm talking about tonight that we will hand out to you guys, so you don't have to worry about trying to take notes and remember everything I'm saying. We'll have the recording tonight, and at the end we'll have questions from you guys, and also we'll have it all written down for you. So first of all, um, anytime you start a class, you want to think about your introduction, you know, how you begin with that group. So it really depends on who your audience is and whether you want to speak about meditation or whether you want to bring up the word Reiki and sort of bring Reiki into it. Um, because either way will work fine. If you have sort of a new audience, um, newbies, they don't really know what Reiki is. They're not really into spiritual practice much, um, but they love animals. Then you might really, your introduction might be all about your state of mind and how when we shift into a place of calmness and our mind and emotions become more calm, then animals respond to that in a really positive way and they gravitate towards us and want to be with us. And if they're stressed, if we can be calm, that can help them to become calm as well, even even in a chaotic environment or whatever they've been through. So animals are really affected because they're so sensitive by our state of mind and our emotions. If we want to connect better with them, we have to go back into that space of peacefulness and calmness within ourselves because if we are stressed and angry, the animals will sense that and run the other direction. So that would really be and a good, a great introduction for anybody who loves animals and anyone who works with animals is going to understand what you're saying about your emotions and your state of mind and how animals sense that. Um, you also may end up wanting to teach a group of experienced meditators or Reiki practitioners. And in that case, you might want to talk about how um, these meditations come from me, you know, the author, you maybe you could say, you know, I'm your teacher or, you know, you've taken classes or whatever, but that it really comes from my Reiki practice. All of the meditations come back to the Reiki precepts, the three hara, which are the energy centers that we work with in Reiki, in all the levels of Reiki, and the idea of cultivating compassion for yourself and others, which is the central theme running through everything with Reiki, and it's really the reason why we do Reiki, because compassion is the ultimate healer. So if you have that audience, you can talk about how the meditations are tied to the practice of Reiki. You can kind of bring that into it. And then it may be that they, you know, they may want to um, take a Reiki class from you or go deeper into the practice of Reiki um, if they enjoy these meditations. So, you know, at the end of the day with a with a very inexperienced audience, you could you could mention something, you know. Um in fact, I I really recommend if for those of you who are teachers, Reiki teachers, I recommend setting up a level 1 class in Reiki that you can advertise at the end of this course when you teach this course so that you have something right away People can sign up when they're excited and get on their calendar to go to learn more and to go deeper. So, um, so think about that. That's really the introduction. Very simple. Um, and of course, it's really good to um, let everybody go around the circle and th and introduce themselves and talk about you know why they're there, an animal that brought them there, something they hope to take from the class, you know, whatever they want to say to introduce themselves to the group. Um, and then you can kind of immediately go into the book. So in the book, there actually are the five meditations, and then there's a bonus meditation. So depending on how much time you spend on each meditation, um, 
you can either do just the five or you may have time to do the sixth one as well. The sixth one is like in the back of the book, and it's the um, the healing meditation for animals in crisis. So that's a, a nice one, especially for shelter and sanctuary animals. So as you go through the book, you want to spend about an hour, maybe 50 to 60 minutes on each meditation. And so um, the meditations kind of go in sections. So you have um, uh, some tips at the beginning uh, to remember when meditating with animals. So that's a great thing to kind of start with. And then there are um, the five meditations. But I preface each meditation with a transformation that we need to make to our state of mind. So um, just to remind you guys, so the transformations are from stress and what's wrong to relaxation and expansion. And the meditation with that one is the peaceful breathing with your animal. And then transformation two is from aggression to calm. And the meditation is being peace with your animal. The third transformation is from fear and worry to surrender and trust. And the meditation is the courage meditation. Transformation four is from fixing to gratitude. And we have the being gratitude meditation. And finally, the transformation is from pity and sadness to compassion and love. And we have the rainbow heart connection meditation. So that's really, um, and then there's a bunch of other articles people can read on their own, but that's where your focus should be is really with those um, different meditations. So you can discuss the meditation, the transformation your state of mind needs to make. Um, you can talk about, I mean, really for me, the, the, the real theme throughout the entire book is really about transforming negativity into positive, positivity. So, for example, when um, somebody pities an animal, for example, we want to go from pity and sadness to compassion and love. So if you're in a place of pity and sadness, then your energy is in a very negative space, even if you mean well, and you can't really help anybody when you're in that space. There's also a lot of judgment in that pity, um, where it's like you know, you're know you up here on the pedestal going with everything going well, and the animal, the poor lowly animal has all these problems that you pity them. So there's a real separation there um, and a lot of judging in that pity space. Even if we mean well. That's really the vibration that the animal feels. Um, so when we can transform our mind into a space of compassion, which is very open, which is without judgment, uh, where we totally let go of having to control the situation and just be present and love, you know, where we open our heart and we see the beauty of the animal and the beauty of connecting in that heart space in that moment, just pure love then our our energy changes into a really positive, uplifting, expansive, healing kind of space and that the animal will really sense, so it can really help them. Um, I see it sometimes as it's like we are going to shine this beautiful light of compassion and love, and the animal's so sensitive, they will see that light and then we can kind of help them to remember their light. So in a way, we're just mirroring back to them. So we don't want to, you know, if the animal is stressed, if the animal is unhappy, we don't want to be mirroring that back to them. We want to be able to hold that really bright, positive space, the calm space, the, the trusting space, the courageous space, the space of gratitude, um, all of those qualities are very positive qualities and very open qualities, um, which makes our energy feel really good to the animals, and so they trust us and come forward. So um, so what we can do is we can kind of um, talk about that shift from the negative to the positive, um, if you have stories of animals that you've worked with that you have seen change into, you know, change from that transformation, um, you can tell those stories. Um, and then you can guide the students through the meditation. 
And when I um, do this, um, I might be giving this class somewhere where there's an animal. Like um, I use this book when I when I taught the class in uh, Australia. I used this book for the workshop day that we did at Cat Protection Society, which was really a uh, great, great space. So there were lots of cats for us to work with. But when I sort of led everyone through this meditation, I just had them bring in an animal to their mind, you know, bring an animal to their mind that they want to share healing with so that you can begin by discussion, then a guided meditation. The animals can bring in an animal just in their mind to be with them and to share. Then after the meditation, then you can answer any questions that might come up and then send the students out to work independently with an animal. So, you know, whether you're, you might be at a horse sanctuary or you could be at, um, you know, Brighthaven <laughs> Animal Hospice. Um, you might be at uh, Animal Care and Control. Uh, you could be uh, at a tiger sanctuary in Florida. Who knows where you are? So you send them out to choose an animal to work with using the very same meditation. And this gives the students two opportunities to work with the meditation with you there. Um, so once they have done the session, and I would say to do have them uh, practice that meditation for like 20 to 30 minutes independently, then have them come back and share in a circle what happened and any questions that come up. And that way, Everybody benefits from everybody else's experiences. So if you have five students in a class and you're doing all five of these meditations, that's 25 animal experiences that they're going to benefit from, not just five. So you can see how building that group can make it a really rich educational experience. And then you can move on to the next meditation. Um, so it's actually really simple, um, just an, an introduction, and then kind of um, talking about some of the tips of working with animals at the beginning, and then going through the meditations one by one um, by talking about it, doing a, a guided meditation, then sending them off to do independent practice, and then have them come back and share and ask questions. Very simple. Then at the end of class, you can have everybody share an experience they had that day or make a statement about something that they got out of the class, anything they want to share. Um, and uh, you may want to have a little um, notebook there that people could write down a little testimonial for you, which is great to have for um, later classes. And we would also um, ask if you would um, have a little Sarah um, newsletter sign-up sheet and ask people if they would like to be added to the Sarah newsletter, if they could um, write down their email addresses, and we will add them to our mailing list. So we'd like to hopefully grow Sarah, our membership, and um, people knowing who we are and what we do by all of you going out and um, teaching the class. So if, if your students don't want to be on our mailing list, that's fine too, um, but please have a, a little paper there to collect their emails if they would like to be added, and then you can send that along to us. And as I said before, um, you want to make sure that you have a level one class scheduled sometime in the future, maybe a month later or so, and then you could pass out that class information. So everybody has, if, if everyone's amped up and excited about this class, then there's something for them to plan on to go deeper and to do more. Another thing that you can do is you can offer a practice night to help people like a, like a Reiki share, but it could just be a meditation share group um, where everybody can continue with the practice. Um, if you are not a Reiki teacher, you can also um, just advise the students to take a level one class locally. If you know somebody in your area that teaches Reiki one, and it can even be a, a human Reiki class, but then they can also always um, follow up with working with animals by reading the books and if you have you know, meditation share nights and, um, and so on. So in order to plan for this class, you need to um, make sure that you purchase these books for um, the students and have them to bring to class and give to everybody 
on the day of the class. Give yourself at least one week to receive the book. Um, they have to be printed first before they come, so it takes a little bit longer than normal. And if you're outside the U.S., um, be sure to check on the time it takes to have your materials printed out and sent. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that this book is printed through Amazon in all their international outlets, so like Amazon in Canada, Amazon in um, England, and so on. So it should should be about a week, but I'm not 100%. So you want to um, just don't cut it too close, and then you have no um, book <laughs> for your students. So make sure you plan ahead. You can always order a few extra. And then if you're teaching classes, you can always sell them at your classes, or um, you know you can give them away at the shelter or whatever. It's a nice little, tiny little book that you can, I'm sure, find some use for. So if you accidentally order one or two extra, it's not the end of the world. So plan ahead. Um, we are creating, um, well, we have created a really um, nice, beautiful Sarah certificate for this class. And it says, at the bottom it says Sarah Instructor, rather than Sarah Teacher, just so that it doesn't get confusing. <laughs> so again, all of our Sarah practitioners and teachers will be allowed to teach this class. And um, so you will be called the Sarah Instructor, which you sign at the bottom. And um, we really see all of you as educators, and um, we're really excited about getting this introductory concept out to people, the power of meditating with animals. When we meditate with our animals, they become happier, they become more balanced, they become more peaceful. And guess what? We ourselves have all those wonderful um, effects in our own lives as well. So we all benefit from it. So the more people we can tell about this, the better. And hopefully we will also create a less woo-woo understanding of what Reiki is so that more grounded people will be interested in taking Reiki in the future. <laughs> that would be really good. Um, I'm in the process of creating um, a PDF handout that will also have the Reiki precepts on it. That will be really pretty um, that you can use as a handout if you like, depending on your um, audience. So it will be a nice handout, and it will have um, the uh, – our, our Sarah logo will be on there, and then um, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but we gave it to one of our um, graphics people that helps us. And so hopefully that will be done this week. So we'll have um, on our membership site, we'll have um, the certificate. We'll have um, also the five precepts um, uh, PDF. And I'm also working on another uh, beautiful graphic, like an infographic that kind of sums up the transformations that we need to make to our state of mind. And so that should be, we'll have that as well on the member site. So those are just little extra things that will be really pretty that people can put up on their wall to remind them um, that they can um, frame if they like, you know, just really pretty little um, uh, reminders of kind of the um, important uh, things from the class and also the Reiki precepts just um, help us to stay in a more balanced state of mind. So I think they um, go really well. All, all of the meditations really relate back to the precepts. So I think it's a nice, nice thing to have for you guys. So hopefully all those graphics will be created very soon. The only one we've got done is the um, certificate, and the other ones are on their way. So um, that will be some more for you guys, hopefully. Okay, so the length of the class... Um, should be a minimum of five hours because you want to have at least about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour for each meditation, plus the intro and the conclusion, plus any breaks you take. Um, so you can either do a half-day class or a full-day class. If you do a class, a five-hour class from like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., just take short breaks but keep everything going, kind of the discussion going and everything through lunch. Have kind of a working lunch, a discussion lunch. If you do the class from like 10 to 5, then you can take like an hour lunch and have a little 20-minute break in there, here and there, or maybe like two 10-minute breaks or whatever. Um, pricing. So the cost of the class should vary depending on what area you're in. A class in San Francisco might be more expensive than a class in a different state in like a rural area, for example. So um, we want you to 
to really just um, see what will work in your area. But what we recommend is that you charge the public $70 to $100 for the class. Shelter staff should only be charged $20, and that will cover the cost of the book and a little bit extra. We only have to also print out the certificates, so just a little bit more. Um, you can do a reduced rate for volunteers of the shelter if you choose to do that. Um, you can decide you know, whether you want them to be like half price or you know, whatever reduced rate you choose, maybe the same as the staff. That's completely up to you, so you just think about what you would want to do. Um, for a class that you do for the public where you're charging regular price, you should donate 20 to 50% back to the shelter. If you do a class for the public, you know, in your home or somewhere else where you're not really associated with the shelter, then we would ask you to make a donation back to Sarah of 25 to 50% back to Sarah. If you're doing a class that already has a reduced rate, like let's say you're doing a class for 10 shelter staff and each of them only is charged $20, then that discount is your donation. You don't have to do a double donation, if that makes sense. You don't have to only charge them 20 and then donate 50%. Okay, So um, uh, the donations is really for the public, the classes to the public that you may do. So um, how to promote the class. We are in the process of creating a class flyer to be used um, that can help advertise your class. So um, we're going to put together a flyer that always looks the same. And um, then you'll be able to fill in the areas for the dates, the locations, and the contact information, et cetera. And so um, that will kind of help unify this class that people will hopefully start to recognize the flyer and wonder when it will be in their area. So we're working on that as well. And then if you provide your class details to Leah, then Sarah will post it on the website, in our newsletter, and on Facebook. Um, Although you have to give us at least a month's notice, or it might not make it into the newsletter. We haven't been having that many newsletters lately, so we'll just we will do our best to get it into the newsletter, and we will do our best to get it on Facebook once. Um, other than that, you can always share, you know, whatever we put on Facebook. You can share on your own page with your own friends, and so on. So um, keep you can kind of on Twitter, or whatever else, you can keep it going that way throughout through your own social network. So I'm going to um, give it over to you, Leah. Anything that I left out, any other comments, things that you'd like to add before we open it up to questions? No, I think that's it. Just a reminder that everybody can find all of these tools on the member site. So be sure to visit the member site because we won't be sending this out. And um, Kathleen, you know, we had that outline too that people will be able to use. So there will be an outline for your class. This MP3 will be on the member site. So you'll have the outline, the MP3, a link to the book, um, the PDFs that Kathleen talked about, and uh, the certificate. So everything will be right there at the member site, and you won't have to go looking for things, and you should be able to go ahead and teach your so class. And then were we going to do a flyer? A, yeah, the, fly, the flyer, I, I haven't um, – that's one thing I realized that I haven't given Leo yet. So um, we have our – Graphics Guy Leo is working on the, the both of five. There's two different five precepts graphics and the infographic about the state of mind. He's working on all three of those, but I still need to give him the class flyer um, stuff. So um, give us a little bit of time for that stuff to come through, maybe a week or two, and we should have um, everything up. But um, by it, within the next few days, we should have the outline from tonight um, and the certificate, the link to the book. Mm -hmm. and the link to this call that should all mm -hmm. be that will all be there within the next be up within the next few days and then just give us a little more time to to get the all the uh, graphics done right anything else leah nope i think that's it okay great so um i'm gonna unmute all of you and there's quite a few of you i'm very excited to see such a big group tonight so when you hear it say unmuted, if you have noise where you are or if you're not going to speak, um, please press star six to mute yourself, and that will keep um, a noise off the line. And that way, if, when people are speaking, um, hopefully we'll be able to hear them. So, okay, I'm going to unmute you guys. Okay, everybody's unmuted. 
Any questions, comments, anything we forgot to talk about um, that you needed to ask or anything else? Um, hi, it's Marilyn from Pennsylvania. Hi. Hi. Um, do you have a suggestion for if anybody says, is there something I should bring to the class? Would you just say a notebook, pen and paper, um, a pillow if they want to sit on the floor? I mean, is there anything that's suggested that if someone asks you, what should I bring? Oh, that's a really good um, point. Um, I usually say bring water to stay hydrated, um, bring snacks for the break, uh, okay. wear comfortable clothing because you'll be sitting and working with the animals. Um, Bring uh, a notebook only if you like to take notes, but otherwise everything we're talking about is in the book. So you can right. always refer back to the book. But some people are like, they just love to take notes. <laughs> other, yeah. people, other people hate to. So I just say, you know, you don't need to take notes, but if it makes you feel better and you love to take notes, you feel free. <laughs> okay. And um, I usually do it sitting in chairs. Um Okay. So that's just easier, um, just especially if you're in a shelter environment or whatever. Um, so we don't usually, I don't usually worry about the pillows or whatever, especially like if we're out at a barn or whatever. That's not right, really, right. So. Yeah, I'm just thinking if um, somebody, if you're in a kennel and they're sitting outside the kennel. Um, I mean, I work. Just, my focus is with puppy mill rescue dogs, mm-hmm. so. I'm always on the floor <laughs> because yeah. being on a chair towering above them terrifies them. So yeah. usually everything I do is on the floor and on their level. So that's why I was thinking, I guess it would depend on where you're at and what you're working with. I, yeah. Um, and in the, in the case of a shelter environment, um, I wouldn't yeah. bring in outside pillows and stuff just because there's right. germs and things that you could bring home yeah. to your animals. So. I would say people yep. can just sit on the if they're comfortable to, enough to sit on the floor, or um, sit in a chair, and they can always back up if the chair is like intimidating close Scary. enough. They can yeah. just back up, yeah, and be further okay. away. That's okay too. Okay, great. Thanks. Sure. Hi, this is Bill. Hey, Bill. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, that uh, I did talk to you about what we're doing at the shelter. Uh, we meet uh, once a month for two hours. And um, so this is our, I just had our third month last night. And uh, uh, I'm using your book, Everything Animal Reiki. And I wasn't, aware, I wasn't aware of this book, but I hopefully... I'll use that the next time we start a new class. Uh, and we have about, you know, we have a a variety of people. I, I have two masters there, two, some Reiki practitioners, some volunteers, and uh, and also the um, uh, the vet at the at the uh, shelter is joining us at when she can. So uh, there's a whole variety of people, and. Uh, but I, I really are trying to focus though on the meditation as you suggested, and this book looks great, you know, just to be able to do that. And what I'll do is I'll use this book in December. We're going to start going into uh, the shelter area and work with the cats and the dogs. <clears throat> so, uh, so I'll be able to offer this meditation to them before they go in and and, and do that work. In the evening, so uh, so I Wonderful. think it'll kind of fit in very nicely, I think. Yeah, and I think um, you bring up a really good point about um, the importance of having a regular meetup group to keep everybody encouraged, to keep them up with the practice, to keep them, you know, inspired, to keep doing it. So I think that's really important to 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 do that regularly. Once you teach the class, then you've got to keep everyone going. Yeah, but we're not charging anything right now because, you know, we just wanted to get people uh, interested and and then see what happens (laughs) and then just build it from there. Great. I'm so happy you're doing that. It sounds wonderful, Bill. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Justine from Queens, New York. Hi. Hi. Um, so actually, this has come at a very fortuitous time for me. I'm um, going to be speaking with um, the events manager at the Catskill Animal Sanctuary this coming Friday about the possibility of setting up some sort of um, off-season retreat weekend at their homestead, their bed and breakfast. Oh, cool. And um, Yeah, so I am... Actually, you know, I was thinking in terms of, you know, what sort of offering could we discuss, and this is this sounds great because um, I could theoretically be, you know, teaching this workshop over the course of maybe a weekend. Um, and I know you said it should be at least five hours minimum. Um, yeah, you could you can definitely um, make it longer and just give people more opportunities to practice. So yeah. uh, you could definitely do it over a weekend for sure. Now, the only um, thing is, of course, in the off-season up in the Catskill region here you know, up in upstate New York, uh, weather could be a factor. So while it would be a wonderful opportunity to have them you know, work directly with the, the animals at the sanctuary, I'm just wondering in the event of less than uh, ideal weather, <laughs> You know, how realistic would it be to have them actually apply this in working with the animals? And if not, then is is there, you know, is there some way to make it appealing to them? Even if it, you know, I theorizing that each of these meditations is is what about fifteen minutes long? Is that right? That you're recommending that we do with the animals? Well, it depends. You know how you like. I said. Um, when I taught it, first I did a guided meditation where okay. people bring in their own animals and sit mm-hmm. in that space. And you can, you know, you can make that 15 minutes, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 25 minutes. Um, so, and people can bring in their own animals from, you know, from their heart, their heart animals, um, the animals that they love in their life. So that's something that they could do, whatever the weather is. Okay, that's great. You so just have sounds- to be careful if you advertise it that you're going to get all this hands-on practice with all these great animals, and then there's a snowstorm and you can't go outside. So, right, exactly. You know, so exactly. Um, you might say something like that you'll be doing these, it's a meditation-intensive weekend, um, and then weather permitting, you'll also be able to meditate with the animals out, out of doors, but you know, weather mm-hmm. permitting, something like that. Okay, that sounds great. Well, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Keep us posted. I will. (laughs) Hi, Kathleen. This is Victoria in Portland. Hi. So I have the opportunity to um, teach. I I approached a place a few weeks ago about doing the the, uh, Sarah Intro to Animal Reiki, the 90-minute class. Oh, great. Yeah, but this it turns out it's going to be also I'm going to be bringing in more of the mindfulness meditation with animals. This is a place that's new in Portland since January, and it's called Purrington's. It's it's a cat. Um, they adopt cats. They're affiliated with the cat adoption team um, here locally that help them set up this facility. So it's like a, it's a lounge kind of cafe on one side, and then on the other side they have their cats. How cool. Um, yeah, it's really it's really a very nice place. I like it a lot. So they were really interested when I went in to talk to them. They already have a yoga class there weekly, so folks are going in and doing yoga with you know in the cat room. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, it's really fun. Um, so I guess you know I've been putting this together. Um, it's going it's still only going to be a ninety minutes class because that's all that they can they can really do. They'll have to pretty much close you know, close down during that class. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're going to charge $20 for the class, and I'm not, you know, I'm not taking any money. Um, but I want to, I guess I just want to put the pieces together of, you know, really focusing on meditation and having, teaching a couple of meditations. I won't have time to do, you know, teach all of the meditations, but, you know, bringing in the Reiki precepts, um, and then giving folks an opportunity, spending most of the time doing at least two of the meditations, teaching us. That sounds those. perfect. Yeah, just okay. just make it, you know, be flexible, make it work. Because mm-hmm. what we really want 
is to get the the word out to as many people as we can how simple this is, mm-hmm. how powerful it is, how transformative it is. Anyone can do it. It's so easy. So even if you only have time to, you know, have a, have a discussion and practice two of them and then give them the book to go home and, mm-hmm. and you know, review the rest, that's a great start and hopefully – they'll want to come back and do a Reiki one or do a a Mm -hmm. day workshop or you never know, Mm -hmm. you know, you're planting those seeds. So yeah, however, however you can go plant those seeds, you know, go for it. You know, in this, in that case, I would not give a certificate. So that would be my only thing that would be different is you, it's since it's not really the full class, you wouldn't do the certificate, but you could certainly give them everything else. You can give them the book, you can give them the handouts, you know, Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, I mean, they've already got some folks signed up and they're hoping that it's going to be popular and, you know, we may do, may do it on a monthly basis. So That's we'll see how great. It goes. Yeah. That's really great. Very exciting. Awesome. Yeah. And it'd be great for the kitties. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks. Kathleen? Yes. Hi, it's Cheryl from Hi. Long, Hi, Long Island, New York. Um, this class sounds wonderful, and I'm just wondering how how easy is it? it could it be a little bit of a challenge to get people? Because I know some of the people at my shelter are really much into the they, – they love the animals, they do what they can, but they're into that, that poor animal type of mindset. So they're exactly the ones that you want to take the class. <laughs> yeah. No, I I know. Is it is it? But sometimes it's difficult for the Reiki people to get into the right mindset when they're newer. So. Well, you have to start somewhere, right? So I, know. I think just giving just giving them that experience, giving them the book for them to go home and read it and to contemplate it and think about it. And they might, you know, since you're guiding the meditations, you're holding that space. So that might help them have a little inner shift that they might feel something in that class that they haven't felt before, something that feels really good, something that feels really positive. And that might stick with them. And it might be something that they realize right away or it might be something that, you know, takes some time, you know, a little seed that you plant. But I, I think that we all want to feel that, compassion and that expansiveness where our our um energy is in, is in a positive space. I think we just our culture nurtures us to be negative and um it's kind of the way that we've practiced, you know, our whole life. But when we start to feel the difference with the positivity, I think we all love it. Not just the animals. The animals aren't the only ones that gravitate to that. We all do. So right. I think that um you know, with some people it may be quicker than others, but I really, I really do think people will feel it and like how that feels. Oh, cool. Okay. I mean, I love. I started the book. I haven't. I've read like the first few chapters, and it's short, so I know I'll get through it quickly. But it just feels so positive. Positive. The way that you put the, um, the thoughts and the feelings across, and, the, and just the words. It's just, it's just compassion and heart and caring, and it's just. I think I think that the booklet is wonderful. So thank you for putting oh, that together. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's what I really hope with it is to even if people just read it that they do feel something. You know, that positivity is so powerful and maybe they can even just by reading it to start feeling that inside and realize, wow, I can do this. I can do it, you know. And and I think I think you're right. I think they will. They they'll always have that book beyond the class to refer to when right. they need you know when they need to just feel that sense of of heart and compassion yeah absolutely well keep us posted i hope you can get something put together and and just see what happens you know okay thank you very much
Anybody else? Anything? Well, is there anything else then, Leah? Are we? Is that about it for tonight? No, I think that's that's it. I think it's it's a great, wonderful class to teach. And um, I was um, I taught it for the first time about two months ago, and everyone seemed to really be receptive and open to it. And we had Reiki people there and non-Reiki people there, and everyone really liked it a lot. And just just be aware that it is a lot of work. It's just like a Reiki class, so the students got kind of burnt out towards the end. So just be mindful of that and maybe, um, you know, make the meditation shorter if you see that people are getting kind of burnt out or maybe take a break and make sure everyone hydrates. But it's a really wonderful, fun class to teach. And um, I hope all of you will take advantage of this because it's a great way to introduce people to what we do. And then don't forget about our fundraiser. We've raised $1,000, which is great, and we've sold, I think, 120 T-shirts, but um, we need to sell more. We have a goal of 400, and they're such cute T-shirts and sweatshirts, and there's long sleeve shirt, a women's T-shirt, a unisex, a kid's T-shirt, a sweatshirt, and they're super, it's really great quality because the last fundraiser we did uh, we did it. Everyone was really happy. And the, the sizes are pretty true to form. Um, so I ordered a small because I like my thing skin tight, those of you who know me. <laughs> and it fits skin tight like it's supposed to. And I think that everybody was pretty happy with the sizes. So, so be sure to order those if you can. And be sure to spread the news, spread it out to your family and friends uh, because it's a great T-shirt. And last time we had like maybe 20 people after it closed trying to buy the t-shirt and you will not be able to buy this t-shirt after it closes when the 18th hits the 19th there will be no more sales so be sure to take advantage of it and they do send they don't send the t-shirts out for i think two weeks after it closes right so after this it is closes. A, a really good christmas present so for all yeah. your animal people, this is a great Christmas present because <laughs> it, it won't come to you until December. It won't get to you until December. So, no. gift and, idea. And, <laughs> yeah, it's a great gift idea. And we had really a lot of fun with people um, sending in photos of themselves in the T-shirt. And we were uh, we made it put it in our slideshow for the retreat and the one that's on the Sarah page, the history of Sarah. And so that was really fun, and we encourage you all to take pictures when you get your T-shirts, but we'll probably send out an email about that. And then I guess really quickly we should just go over one more time about World Animal Reiki Day that you've um, created, Kathleen. And so on December 8th we'll have a call where Kathleen will go over all of the um, ideas and plans for World Animal Reiki Day. And that's going to be open to everyone because we're going to want everyone to participate, whether you're a Reiki practitioner or not. And I don't know if you want to – take a minute or so and talk about that a little more, Kathleen. Yeah, um, I, I'm so excited about it. I was really inspired to create this day when I was in Australia um, because of the wonderful unification of the Reiki community and everybody building bridges with everybody else, all these different teachers from different lineages coming together in friendship and with compassion and sharing, you know, their practice, which they love and which they've dedicated their life to. It was so beautiful. And I thought, oh, we need more of that. And then I thought, you know, wow, Animal Reiki doesn't have anything like that, you know, um, any kind of unification. I would love to see, a, you know, an Animal Reiki conference someday where we have, you know, all the Animal Reiki people from around the world coming together. But for now, you know, we can do something where we live. Um, so many of us have um, animals that we love, that we do Reiki with. So celebrating Animal Reiki Day could be as simple as doing Reiki with your favorite animals and taking photos and posting them on our Sarah Facebook so we can see where you are in the world and the animals that you're doing Reiki with. And it can be as big as um, creating an event, which I'll talk more about in our next meeting. But um, we encourage our Sarah members to organize events in their local areas if they can um, it could be a little informational talk or a Reiki share um, or offering chair treatments to people um, in vet clinics and um, chair treatments 
to the staff of shelters near them and so on. So many different ways. Um, going to your, If you have kids, going to their school and talking about animal Reiki and bringing in a bunch of pictures of animals that you've done Reiki with. Um, so to really think about ways to raise awareness and to really honor the animals because that's ultimately what we really do with animal Reiki is we honor the animals. We honor them as spiritual beings, as spiritual teachers, um, as our wonderful companions on the journey. Um, and we have so much to learn about healing from them, which Reiki really shows us and teaches us. So I'm really excited, and I hope we have a huge amount of, of um, people that are take part on February 5th. So Hopefully we'll see you all at the meeting in December and we can talk more about it. We can, You guys can ask questions and everything at that time. So stay tuned. We're making the, the web page soon. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, thank you all for spreading the word about meditating with animals and for being a part of this. I'm I'm really excited to... I hope that this book, Five Powerful Meditations to Help Heal Animals, I hope that this tiny little book opens doors where uh, maybe the word Reiki wasn't welcomed. <laughs> and hopefully the word meditation will be welcomed in many, many more places and that we bring many more people um, to this the space of, of presence, the space of open-heartedness, the space of compassion with their animals. So thank you all for helping with that. And um, keep in touch with us. Make sure to take pictures when you're doing your classes. And we'll um, post, put them in our newsletter and put them on Facebook so we can, you know, celebrate all the work that you guys are doing. So have a beautiful evening. And um, I will talk to you all next month. And keep in touch. And blessings, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Good Kathleen night. and thank Leah. You. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.